Welcome back to the Soccer Life Mastery podcast. And today, oh, oh my gosh, third episode in a row. Oh my gosh, Dude, yes, we, we got guests for days. Oh We're get my more gosh, and more. it's getting so much better. So the next guest, not today, in the following one, Cristiano Ronaldo. St- stick with us. Don't forget, yeah, yeah. it would be so cool in our dreams. Yeah, um, but I got my friend. He's an absolute legend. Yeah. I played with him uh, maybe a year ago, two years ago. I can't remember at Vipers. Um, but this is going to be a super special podcast episode yes. where, you know, he's, uh, he played in the UK, he played in America, he played in Australia. So for players that do want to play overseas, well, this is the man to speak to. He's going to share his experience of, you know, things that so maybe excited. he's gone through, things that he learned, things that he goes, crap, you better prepare for whatever. Who knows? I'm going to learn. Um, so introducing my man, AJ. Hello, hello, AJ. How's it going, guys? How's it goes? Uh, thank you for having me on, and uh, I really appreciate it. I'm excited to talk to you guys and, and just have some fun, man, and, and uh, yeah, just have a chat and, and catch up with my boy, Carl. Where are you nowadays? Where are you actually at the moment? You've got a nice, beautiful setting behind you. Which is not fair with yeah, us. Yeah. This is not fair. Look, look at this. Mate, look at that one like, behind him. He's living in uh, the best place ever. Oh, jeez. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying. Hey, um, currently uh, I'm in Dallas, uh, Dallas, Texas. Um, so I'm just uh, doing my masters out here, um, doing my masters and, and trying to play, uh, but I'm getting too old now. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. I'm 23. I'm already getting like that. How old are you actually? You look about 22, mate. I, I wish. I'm 28. I'm 28 years of age. 28. 28. Oh my gosh. You guys are so mate, young, I'm feeling like so old now. Mate, the audience is thinking, look how in shape he is compared to us. Oh, look at me. <laughs> yeah, look at us. I'm trying, I'm trying. In my defense, like, can I just blame the fact that I'm a dad? Like, yeah, so you got a dad bod, yeah, cool. I've got no excuse. He's an athlete. Awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, so where were you born? And Because you, you're in uh, Dallas, Texas now. I met you in Australia. Where were you born? And kind of give us kind of a bit of a, maybe a little bit of a run through of, you know, your little uh, soccer career. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was born in the UK uh, in a small town called Kidderminster. Uh, it's just outside of Birmingham. Um, and yeah, that's where that's where I started my career. Um, I started my career um, at a Sunday league team um, called Mustin Rangers. Uh, and believe it or not, I used to be really fat. I used to be, I used to weigh about, I don't even know, about 75 kilo when I was, I want to say about 10. So I was I was I was really I was really fat. Um, couldn't run. Uh, was out of breath. Um, and yeah, so so yeah, I started. I was born in the UK. Um, started my my career uh, in Sunday League, and then um, played right through until I was eighteen um, in in the academy systems, and uh, moved to different parts of the country, and and played in the academy systems in England, um, and then I signed my uh, scholarship, as as they say, um, for a team called Kidderminster Harriers, which is my local team. Um, it was at the time it was Blue Square Prem, which is the conference prem now, I think it is. Um, so lower level, lower level stuff, um, and I played three years there with Kidderminster. Um, then, unfortunately, didn't get my pro, um, so I came out here to the US uh, doing a scholarship. Um, in like, the college system over here, um, so I, I was out here for five years and played full time and really enjoyed my time out here and uh, got a degree from it, uh, which which is amazing. Um, and yeah, and then after my five years in the US, I was like, what do I do? I want to continue playing. So 
I went back home to England. Um, I was lucky enough to go back in with Kidderminster, uh, the team that didn't give me my pro. Um, I was playing for them for, for about eight months altogether. Um, and yeah, just financially it wasn't working out um, and just wasn't getting, as, as all footballers do, wasn't getting my, my chance, wasn't getting any luck. Um, and so I, I was, if I'm honest, guys, I was, I was really down. I was really depressed, and and if, if that's what you want to call it, I was just demotivated, uh, very demotivated for uh, to play and, and and stuff like that because I've I've just worked my my back off, my backside off to 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 get somewhere in the game for for the last five years in the US, and I overcome so many so many things and and stuff like that and. I'll get back home thinking, yep, this is my chance now. I'm going to kill it. I'm going to, I'm going to smash it, and uh, I just, I just, it just didn't work out for me. It just didn't work out. So, um, so yeah, that, that, and then I was sat, I was sat in England, and I was just like, what do I do now? And I, I was very financially, let's just say, I didn't have a penny. Um, well, tell a lie, I had about, I had about fifty dollars in my account. Uh, and I and I got a phone call. I got a phone call from a team in Greece. Um, they must have seen me play through uh, online and through our friendlies and stuff, and, and through the games at Kidderminster. Um, and they was just like, oh, "Do you want to come for a trial?" And I was like, "I don't have anything else, right?" So I got on a plane. I booked a one-way flight to uh, the island of Catalonia, and it cost me. I think it was like forty-eight dollars. So. I had, I had two dollars left. Um, luckily, they looked after me with food and accommodation. Um, but it was it was crazy, crazy experience. I, I got off the plane and I went training the next morning. And my first touch of the ball, um, as Kyle knows, I'm not a left-footed player. I'm a right-footed player. Um, ball come to me edge of the box. I hit it with my left foot and it went straight in the upper ninety, straight in the top corner. And everything, I'll be honest, guys. Everything else, I passed to the side, and I passed to the, I passed back. That was it. That's that was my, that was my glory for the for the one session. And um, he, the coach came up to me at the end of the session, and he wasn't really, uh, he he couldn't really speak good English. Uh, we had an interpreter. He couldn't really speak good English, and he said, uh, "I'm going to try and do the acting." But he was, uh, he was like, "You stay and play." You, you stay and play and uh, I was like yes of course like thinking he was extending my extending my trial my, my trial and uh, and he goes no you you sign and I was like I, I just froze and I was just like I didn't I couldn't answer him I was literally frozen I was frozen in time I, I couldn't like speak because I've worked my my back end off to, to get to this point right so I was like um yeah so he I went to the training ground and I signed my my contract and that was the start of my career um, if I'm honest that that, that was the, the real start uh, I was at the time I was 20 24 I think I was yeah 24 yeah 20, 20 24 so so he's there like for 12 years is that what I'm saying like how, how long are you there now in US uh, I've been in the US altogether about about seven years now. Seven years. Seven, years. So, seven Did you pick up any accent? Like just changing totally the subject? Or not really? You still like with the British one? So you still doing like your British? Uh, Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, th I feel like I'm a bit of a mongrel. I feel like I say certain words in the in the American accent, in I say certain words in the British accent, and 
you Aussies, you Aussies have had some some impact on me. So, um, so so yeah, it's uh, it was it, it's a bit muddled up, and I'm I'm a bit like a mongrel. So. One thing I do want to mention, because I know the kids at home will be in the same boat for some reasons. You mentioned that um, in, uh, I think it was at the end of, uh, when you just got back to UK, or towards the end of the US, um, you said you were demotivated, you just was, you know, quote unquote, your mental health wasn't great. There was issues, you know, what, did, how did you kind of, did you do anything to try to overcome that or push through? Or was it just the fact that you were lucky enough to have Greece contact you or or did you have to, how did you, you know, push through and keep training or did you yeah, want to just yeah, yeah. give up? So, so, so for me, for me, I'm, I'm a very big believer and, and I've done other podcasts and stuff before and I'm a very big believer of, of law of attraction and how to motivate and how to like, really find that inner motivation um, and that visual, visualization. And for this, this moment, guys, it, it happened in my mind, this, me signing in Greece, I didn't know how it was gonna happen. And I didn't know it was gonna be in Greece. But this moment of me, of me signing a contract, I had seen a thousand million times in my mind. I used to walk to school and I used to go to sleep at night. And I used to sit there with my eyes closed and just visualize me signing a contract. So in detail that I knew the texture of the pen, I knew the colour of the pen, I knew the feel of the paper, I knew what was around me in the room. I'd seen it a million times in my mind and at that moment when I was in England and I didn't have any luck and I was sat there, I was sat outside with my mother and I knew that my purpose was to play football man, I just knew that my purpose was to play ball and I was sat there again demotivated and, and, and a bit down because of getting a no and not getting what I want and, and stuff like that and being impatient, I guess. Um, but the biggest thing for me was even going through all of that hard times and them no's, having that belief in here and in here of knowing that I was going to do it, knowing that I was still going to sign my contract at 24 years of age, knowing that I was still going to do it no matter what, no matter what I was, no matter how it come to me. I just knew it was going to happen. I knew it in in here, bro. Like I knew it. I can't I can't really explain it, but I just knew. I knew that it was going to happen, and I feel like to answer your question in in a different way, and for the kids at home is, I feel it's just having that self belief, that self belief of knowing that this is what I want, this is what I've worked for. I've not cut any corners, and I've and I'm going to do it no matter what. And I don't care where I have to go to do it. I'm gonna do it. And just having that inner belief that you know what, when when it's when you got them nose and it's not right and it's not nice and it's 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 a feeling that we we every single human on this planet hates to feel that way, to feel rejected, to feel no. But to feel to to still know after while you're going through those moments that it's gonna be alright, it's gonna work out, and I'm gonna get my dream. So for the, for the kids at home, just have that self-belief and know that it's going to work out if you want it bad enough and you're willing to work and not cut corners. What I would, this is beautiful. What man. I would mention is what, uh, to go on top of that is for those, those players that, you know, might have the belief of, yeah, I want to be it, but what you're mentioning is, hey, you have to be working for it. You must be, you know, going after it. You know, you must be, you yeah. know, like you said, working your backside off for it. It's not just, yeah, I want to, I believe I can do it. It's... I believe it and I'm going to work for it and no matter what, I'm going to keep working for it. 
Um, so I like yeah. that, the, that your, the, your approach on that. Because this is pretty much like what, what we keep saying all the time, like in our quotes and like for kids all the time, like the life is like some sort of like a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have like some ups and downs and this is not going to change. As we keep saying to you, if you're just walking down the street, well, it might going to rain. If, you, if you're driving, you might going to find the traffic. Yeah. So no matter what happens, you're going to find like some stones in the middle of your pathway. But then <laughs> yeah. don't, don't, don't worry. It's going to pass. You're going to go through it. So you just need to keep persistent. Don't lose your faith and just keep moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah, so I love what you're saying there. Um, how long did you spend uh, in, in Greece? Was it just a year or what happened after, after signing with Greece? So you've had that moment happen that you've been visualizing, you know, the, the, you know your quote-unquote your dream that you've been waiting for has happened. What happened after? So, so I, live, I, I live my dream. I woke up every day, I went training. Um, and and I, lived, I lived my boyhood dream. I lived... My, my, I used to, I used to have this saying that I'd say to myself over and over and over again. And I remember when I would be playing with my friends on the, we call it a green in England. You, I don't know what you said, an oval, right? So like we'd be playing on the oval and we'd just be kicking two, two jumpers down as goals, you know, like that young. And I remember saying to myself at that young age of saying, I don't care about the money. I don't care about the houses, the cars, all of that stuff. All I care about is being able to wake up every day and be able to kick a football for, for a living and do it every single day because I love it. So for me, being able to wake up every single day, go to training and just play ball, I wasn't caring about the money. I wasn't caring about where I was living. I, I said that to myself in a, a very young age. So for me to do it, I lived my dream, bro. I lived, I lived my dream. I, I loved every moment of it, and I did that for a solid year, like a solid year playing out in Greece, played in front of thousands of fans and in in great stadiums with with some great people, and 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 met, lived on it all in the Catalonia, so blue 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 oceans and sea turtles in the in the ocean in the mornings, and yeah, just it was just was great. It was a great experience. No, amazing. Um, do you want to have a little, uh, have a break? We're going to have, have like two? a break? No, it's not part two. We can just keep going the same. So we're going to have a break for the advertisement. So don't forget. <laughs> this video is sponsored by... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> little, <laughs> little advertising break. We've got the three yeah. three championships. We changed the dates. Cool. Um, we, know, we always go by the first Friday of the school holidays. Now we're going to the second Friday. So for those families that's like to go away for that weekend or got Please things don't. on. Stay there. We Stay got, we, we've moved it to a better day. So we'd like to see you there. We always have over 100 right. players there, you know, dozens of teams. We'd love to see you there. Yeah, if, if you're not familiarized, like, okay, what is 3v3? Just go to the YouTube channel and then you can see some of the videos or even like here on Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Just have a look. We're going to have like some trailers, like the whole video. So... Yes, please just check this out and we can't wait to see you there. Back to the podcast. Bing, bing, bing. That was the first advertisement we had. Like, We're going to start doing that more. We are sponsored by Soccer Club Mastery. Mastery. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, back to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, my man, AJ. Um, so, yeah, so what, something I want to speak to you about um, is because I dealt with it. And from what you've been speaking about, you seem very positive um, about the whole thing. Uh, when Sorry. I stopped playing football, when I realised, okay, oh, you know, I've got too many injuries, blah, 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 I'm not going to go to that level that I wanted, I had a real kind of like an identity problem where, like you said, I thought my purpose was playing football. I thought, you know, everything my life was around was I want to play at, you know, whatever level, um, but it was about playing. 
And when I realized eventually where my body just wasn't coping, I just had issues, I went through such a dark time at, after I decided to stop playing. We're thinking, what do I do now? I've got no purpose. My entire purpose was football. What now? Did you go through any of that? Because you seem quite positive about the whole thing. Um, um, definitely, yeah, definitely. I think, I think as players, we all go through that. It's, it's, a, it's a time what, what we don't really know what to do, what, how to focus, how to, um, how to wake up in the morning, honestly. Like, it, it's, it's very difficult. Um, but for me, I just, I've always been this type of person that, regardless, yes, I work towards my dreams. Yes, I work towards my goals and what I want. But for me, it's like, I know that that, that doesn't define who I am. I know that it's not, football was never forever. I knew that football was never, and, and that might sound very generic and, and it might sound like, ah, oh, he's just saying that. But I always knew from a young age, of having this dream, I knew the dream wouldn't be forever. I knew that I wouldn't wake up when I'm 50 years of age and still be playing football. I knew that, and I think a big part of me, even though I sh like, I've struggled and sometimes still do struggle, of saying, like, you know what, I, I really want to be playing at that top, top level again. Um, I, even though I do struggle with that, I, I still know that it's it's just a transition, it's just, it just doesn't define the whole of me. And I think yeah. if, you can, if you can really sit there and like understand that, 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 that soccer doesn't define, for me, AJ Bannister, you know, it, I think you can live with those moments better and you can push through them better. Maybe even if it's missing the game, you might have been injured and you might have a certain injury that puts you out for I don't know, eight, nine months a year. It's just knowing that, you know what? Soccer, football doesn't define me and that I'm gonna be okay. You know, I'm gonna push through this, I'm gonna get through it. And it's it's just understanding the moments, understanding those moments and those increments that, okay, it's really bad right now, but it will be okay. Yeah, this is cool. We've, uh, we've spoken a bit and you spoke a bit, it's kind of having the metaphor about seasons where Inevitably, winter's going to come, and it's, it, there's no avoiding it. But, as the same, spring's going to come, summer's going to come. So, having that understanding, okay, that's how life goes, you know, from, from nature to everything. There's going to be bad times, there's going to be good times. Um, and I know, you know, when I was in that situation of feeling really bad, no words could help me. If you said, yeah, no, summer's coming, I said, I don't care about summer, I'm, I feel horrible, I don't, you know... It's really hard to understand that when you're going through those dark times. Um, but I do think it's, it's good to start talking about this and, and people understanding you're not alone. A lot of people go through this, um, whether it's an injury or whether it's you know, after football, whether deciding to, to, to stop playing football to go to education or whatever. Um, I think having a community of people going, hey, look, you're not alone. We've been through this and we've come out better, you know. Yep. From from us, you know, from from playing football to not knowing what to do, from loving the academy, loving coaching other kids, for, for now this would be a better dream than I could ever thought. If if I chose playing football, or having this academy, I choose the academy every time. Um, but if you asked me that a year ago or two, whenever I started two years ago, I think I just want to play football. <clears throat> There's nothing else I want to do. If it's if it's not playing football, I don't want to do anything, um, which is a very you know bad thing to to to, to have that mindset. But that's where I was. 
Um, but don't, don't you think that we have that sort of like moment because like we create some sort of like, ex for example, in your case, you went to Italy. So you're like, okay, I'm getting there. Yeah. And then you start like having like people doing like your scout and everything. Okay, so I'm doing great. So you yeah. have like your YouTube with the highlights and everything. So ready to give it to some clubs if, in case you need it. Yeah. And then, as you mentioned, like we, we, we know, like, so when we are trying to go to, through that path, we know, okay, it's not going to be forever. Mm. And then after I quit, I need to see, okay, am, am I going to be a coach? Am I going to do something else? Because I want to be still involved to soccer. But then having that moment like of, of a terrible injury or like maybe for a club to say no to you. Mm. And then you have no other clubs like wanting you. So then, okay, so what do you go? So you kind of like get depressed. But then even though like when people just come to you, as you mentioned, like there, there was no words that mm. could make me feel better. No. And then at the same time, like, so you understand everything, you understand the issue, but like, you don't want to accept no. or what, like, things that are just happening. So it, it was pretty much like that sort of situation, something that happened to every single one of us. So it's, it's even when you don't understand at the time, I think the best option for you is just get a mate and say, mate, look, I'm going through this, even though he's going to say something to you that you don't agree or don't believe or just are not happy with it. Just... Keep trying to find someone to, to literally like talk about it because this is important. Because we know like a lot of people just go through like a really really dark case scenario mm -hmm. that it's not the case, of course. But I, th I think I think I think personally I think a good a good thing is is never forget the love for the game. We all we all love that, right? We all love this game. This is what this game has done so much for for all of us, right? We we. We sit here and we can talk about the game and we can say we've done this and done that. And you know what? Even those people that play right at the top level, some of those guys that won the Premier League, some of those guys that won the Champions League, it always comes to an end. But your love for the game and your enjoyment for the game never goes away. So I think I think in, in moments like what, you, what you're saying is, is we need to get a mate and we need to remember the good times, remember the enjoyment, Remember those fun times that you had in the park or you had playing a game or whatever that may be, whatever gave you that enjoyment. Remember them and be grateful for it. And I think that gratitude for the game can really help you push past feeling without feeling feeling the way that people do, like the identity's not there or it's it's I feel really negative right now, I don't know my identity, I don't know which way to push or go to now. Just have that gratitude of what the game actually gave you. That's, that's what I feel like. Yeah, so th this is a really nice one. So one thing that I want to say, first of all, like, thank you so much for that podcast episode. It's amazing so far. And I think we should do like a, a second part. We're going to do same. a part two. Yeah, because yeah, I think we still have like a lot of things to say. We want to keep like the same way, like short and sweet. We sweat. like being short and sharp, but yeah. there's so much more to speak about. This episode has more been about, you know... Um, What's it like to go overseas? Meeting AJ, some of their downfalls, and what's it like being a you know yeah. playing you know for, as a as a job sort of thing. Um, but yeah, cool. We're gonna get awesome. into a little part two episode. So we we'll be back with AJ next week. You wanna say anything before you before you leave? Keep working, kids. Keep working, and I look forward to speaking to you guys uh, in part two. Be yeah, resilient. Awesome. Be persistent. We'll see you in the next one. See you guys. Bye.